0: I I also got a new pop filter, so hopefully that will help because I've been popping a lot. <laughs> <laughs> Hooray, investing in a hobby. It was eight dollars. Hell yeah. <laughs> And oh, I, I'm going to start uh, my Animorphs podcast soon with uh, oh, Kate yeah. and Jason. So that will be fun. I'm very excited. That's going to be good. That's going to be a good time. Like, I'm looking forward to having someone captive, like two people <laughs> captive <laughs> I can just yell at about Animorphs. It's going to be so awesome. And that sounds incredible.
1: I need, a, I need an outlet like that. Well, you can read them along with us. <laughs> yeah, They're I free. Do. I did I did really like the TV series. The TV series mm. I was like 100%
0: into. <laughs> uh, fans, fans do not like the TV show, so... Really? <laughs> no, it was bad. Rewatch it.
1: No, because I remember yeah, it don't. being
0: good and I don't want to rewatch it. It's free on YouTube um, if you want to ruin that for yourself. We're going to, they just came out with comic number one. Comic number two comes out in October. So we're going to do that. going to do the TV show. They have like also, there's 64 books total. Uh, It's going to be great. There's Transformers toys. Although I don't know how we could turn that into hashtag content. Yeah, that's kind of, I didn't know they ever made toys. Yeah, they're like really bad Transformers toys. The animals aren't even correct. (laughs) Just (laughs) Like, like anatomically weird. Well, just like they're like, Jake turns into a lion and that's not a thing he ever does. He turns into a tiger. Like, you couldn't have uh, made that correct? <laughs> it's very strange.
1: I remember there being a rule in the TV series that they could only turn into animals that they touched or had seen. That you can the touch. That they touched. Yeah. yeah.
0: Which uh, definitely makes it more complicated.
1: Yeah. It made it kind of weird when they were like, I need a big animal. Like, what if them touched a mountain
0: lion and I was like, I would not. I don't even think that's a thing I would do. Yeah. The so. the first book involves like a uh, uh shenanigans running around a um zoo. So she's <laughs> collecting as many animals you can exactly. turn into as possible. <laughs> yeah. And then the other rule, the big rule is if you can't stay in more for more than 2 hours because then you are stuck there. And that's how get stuck as off right? Spoilers.
1: Well, that's the only thing, that's one of the only things I remember from the TV show. I'm
0: gonna bleep that. <laughs> okay, cool. Just for comedy. <laughs> yeah, there we go.
1: This is how this character gets turned into this. But that's one of the only things I remember from the show and I remember it making me really sad. Oh, like yeah. a big crush on that character. Yeah. It's, it explains it's, a lot about my fiction choices in the future.
0: <laughs> well, uh, people like Tobias is most people's favorite animorph, I feel like. Um, I I always go for the funny person. So I liked Marco and I like to punch things. So I don't remember anything like about mean. animorphs except that. That thing.
1: <laughs> I remember I enjoyed the show and it creeped me out. I'm was i was, I'm a very squeamish and easily frightened person, but I remember that the show just used to, like, yeah. gross me out. Something. Well, the
0: show isn't as bad as the books. Um, I was looking on Amazon because, we like, one of my friends wants to buy them, and it's, like, from grade, grade 2 through 7, or 3 through 7, or something like that. And I was like, um, yeah, I mean, I started reading them in third grade, but probably, I mean, I guess I turned out fine. <laughs> There's a lot of violence. <laughs> a lot of violence. So... <laughs> wow it's uh it's it's fun all right well welcome to are you serious a different podcast about reddit relationships <laughs> i am morgan i'm esby and this is episode 54
1: <laughs> i say that with confidence i do not have
0: Woo! that sounds right to me um okay so today is slightly wild um as promised for the last several weeks we just uh we're i'm spreading out the wildness <laughs>
1: Guys, we have stressful lives. We can't be listening to stressful Reddit posts all the time.
0: Well, we, we do have a very a very good dead donkey at the end, so. Okay, good. Um, All right. My first one is an Am I the Asshole post. OP is 28 and his girlfriend is 22. Mm-hmm. They've been dating for three years. Oof. 25 to 18. Not great. Mm-hmm. I do not <laughs> agree. It might pass the test. I, t- I know... That, that we have the age test, but I
1: always have a thing where if the person who you're dating was not in the same
0: school as you, like... Yeah, when you're like minors, when you're right. in high school. It's like, hmm, <laughs> it's kind of weird. Well, I mean, like 25 divided by 2 is 12 and a half plus 7, which is 20 and a half, and she was 18, so it doesn't pass the test.
1: It does not pass the test and yeah just kind of creepy
0: and the title is am i the asshole for wanting my girlfriend to stop sucking her thumb oh no and he is english or okay <laughs> cuz this feels asshole well british uk ukian i don't know
1: <laughs> well well no there is a difference between british english and english english depending <laughs> on how you identify Right. But that's complicated and I'm not going to go into it.
0: I guess they could be Australian. because They, spell they the could same, be Australian, right? Right? Yeah. yes. Not American English speaker or Canadian. The
1: way you can tell uh, if somebody is uh, British or Australian is Australians use dollars. So if they're using mm-hmm. all the spellings and everything of British English,
0: but they're talking about dollars, then they are Australian. Got it. Good to know. Okay, so, uh, so I live with my girlfriend of three years together. Everything has been brilliant and nothing has ever come between us until now. I came home last week from work to find her watching TV sucking her thumb. I was a bit surprised and asked her what she was doing. She said that she does it to comfort herself and it is a force of habit. I've never actually seen her do this before, so I just thought it was a one-off. But every time I was seeing her around the house, she was sucking her thumb. My theory is that she was embarrassed about it, so she never did it around me, but now feels comfortable enough that she just does it in front of me, not caring. So this goes on for a few days, and I'm starting to get annoyed, as I think it's babyish and not good for her health. FYI, she has told me as a kid that she had buck teeth and needed braces. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. No prizes for guessing how that happened. So I tell her this, and then she gets really defensive, saying she came from an abusive home, which I knew, and it comforts her. Hearing this, I drop it. That is, until last night. We had sex and everything was great. We cuddled afterwards. Whilst cuddling, I see that she's sucking her thumb, which for some reason tips me over the edge and I get out of bed complaining of her thumb sucking. I reiterate my argument from earlier and she starts crying and shouting at me that if I love her, I would let her suck her thumb and that she can't help it. I had to finish the night on the sofa. I'm at a loss right now. Today, she is giving me the cold shoulder and I'm wondering whether I'm the asshole at fault, especially with the abusive home thing. Now I feel guilty. I've tried speaking to her, saying I have her best interests at heart with the teeth thing, as I don't want her to have braces again. But she won't have any of it. So am I the asshole?
1: Who? <sighs> I don't think he's the asshole for wanting her to stop sucking her thumb. Like, as far as habits go, that one's pretty unhealthy.
0: I kind of think she's being assholeish about it by saying, Well, I have an abusive
1: past, and you have to let me."
0: I mean, I don't think it's really hurting anything for her to do it. I think he's probably using the teeth thing as an excuse because he doesn't like it. I just, I think for me,
1: thumb sucking is something that, it's not even that it's babyish. I just think of just how horrifically unhygienic it is. Mm. And... It does cause people to get buck teeth if they do it for a long time. And I ha- I used to know somebody who used to suck their thumb and their thumb was always wrinkly and wet and gross. Mm. And when you think about like where people's thumbs go in a day, <laughs> for it then to be in your mouth all the time and kind of gnarly, oh, it's it's just very unpleasant. And I don't know how she's going to cope when she's in a work environment Or like, as far as I'm concerned, yeah, out in public. As far as I'm concerned, you know, if you have a habit like that, that is the only way that you can comfort yourself. You got to break that habit and find something else because that's it's not good. Yeah. So, so while I don't think that he's being the asshole for wanting her to stop doing it because she should stop doing it. It's not healthy behavior. I do think he's the asshole for like the way he did it. Not bringing it up in a productive or helpful way or giving an alternative. Just saying it's babyish. Yeah. Is
0: and not like helpful. Like dropping it cool. Like he dropped it and then she started doing it after sex and maybe he shouldn't have brought it up right then. Yeah. Like don't start a fight. <laughs> <laughs> Before, during, or after sex.
1: Yeah, it's just about time.
0: Like, obviously this is something that uh means, like, a lot to her. Or, like, has has a lot of baggage that goes with it. So he should definitely have brought it up in a different situation. And maybe even, like, I am concerned that this isn't healthy. And I want to help you. Like, maybe we can go to therapy together. Or right. something like that. Um, Because... Yeah, I I did look it up, and it does, in adults, can cause misaligned teeth, changes to the roof of your mouth, infection, Mm -hmm. and Mm -hmm. problems with your thumb. Yeah,
1: because the the, the bacteria gets, like, under the nail and stuff, because your skin is always wet.
0: Also, it says, vigorous or long-term sucking can change the shape of the thumb, making it thinner or elongated. Ugh. (laughs) (laughs) I always thought that it was, like, a myth that you could, that it- Change the um like shape of your mouth, and, no, okay, guess not
1: it's a whole thing. it's part of the reason why lots of people won't give their children um oh God, pacifiers. What do you call them in the u k uh, yeah, that thing pacifiers we call them dummies, you call them pacifiers thinking yeah it's it's part of the reason why lots of parents won't give their kids dummies because it then can lead the child to start sucking their thumb when you take that away um and it it can change the shape of your mouth, cause a lot of difficulty. Yeah, all well, those are softer, I think,
0: so I don't think they, in and of themselves, cause the problem, but yeah. like you said, yeah.
1: I think that she definitely needs to go to therapy anyway. Like, this is not a healthy coping mechanism for a trauma that she suffered, or continuous trauma that she suffered. Um, it, the The thumb sucking has to stop, but it's above his pay grade.
0: Yeah, he definitely didn't do it in the best way, which is, like, understandable why she's upset about that. I think the cold shoulder the next day like he needs to he needs to sit her down and do like an i statement thing. I am concerned because of this. Yes. Instead of being like I'm just trying to look out for what's best mm-hmm. for you, mm-hmm. which sounds like parenty as opposed to like I I would like to help you, you know, get through this and deal with this problem. He
1: may also have some kind of internalized thought about oh shit, if my much younger girlfriend is sucking her thumb, everybody's Mm going to think I'm a pedo. Like, it compounds the fact that he is dating somebody who is much younger than him. Yeah. Because he relates it with being babyish. So that's probably a him problem too. Like, if you're not comfortable with the age of your girlfriend, guess whose fault that is? (laughs) Um,
0: Yeah. Yeah, they might not be compatible as far as like the age difference, but he needs to like... Again, like make it about helping and support instead of like, you need to stop doing that because it's bad for you or whatever.
1: I do not like the way she said, I have trauma so you have to let me know. Like, that's a whole other thing. That's just... I have something I can't deal with, so you just have to put up with my behavior.
0: And I think, like, a coping mechanism, sure, like, that's something you slowly have to work out of. Right. But I do think that the fact that she's giving him the cold shoulder the next day is, like, shows some immaturity in the situation. Like, she needs to, at some point, you know, they need to resolve the situation. Yeah. I just, I am worried about what else she's gonna
1: say. Well, I have trauma, so you have to let me about. Do you know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Like, you can't, at some point in your life, you have to face the trauma and deal with it in, you know, a, a realistic way with therapy or whatever. You can't just keep saying, this happened to me and it was awful, so all of my bad behaviors now have to be, you know, enabled.
0: Yeah, it's like, it's not your fault that this is a problem that you have, but it is your responsibility Right to deal with it which is yeah. one of my favorite <laughs> quotes that's how adults deal with their lives mm-hmm. and if you're
1: you know big and bad enough to be dating somebody who's almost 30 when you're you know 20 something
0: you've got to be adult about it also someone in the comments is pointing out like if she can't help it she's helped it for three years yeah she's hidden it from him so whoa this guy posts a lot but nothing <laughs> about this So we'll have to see. What about comments here? Oh, man, this guy posts a lot. He almost posts as much as me. (laughs) Damn. Okay. He's a real person, I guess. This is not his, uh, this is not his burner account.
1: (laughs) Yeah, this isn't his throwaway or whatever.
0: All right. Doesn't seem like there's anything really interesting in the comments. He was apparently 24 when they started dating because of some age thing. So 24 to 18. just gross. Still still doesn't make it because it's 19 is the threshold there. She hasn't even started college at that point. Yeah. It's gross. He does say he planned on apologizing, but which he should, he should, they should both, this is one of those, they should both apologize to each other for the way they handled it, that kind of thing. All right. This next one I have is an Am I the Asshole post. Uh, And it's got a lot of supplementary materials. Ooh. It does not say Ages. But OP has four kids. Okay. <laughs> Will I be the asshole if I start charging my husband admin fees? Uh, okay. Hello, all. I'm really awful at explaining things, so I'm happy to answer <laughs> questions if you have any. Great, state- let's post on a on a forum where <laughs> it's necessary for you to explain things. Hence the supplementary materials, I suppose. Okay. Maybe. I'm a stay-at-home wife and mother of four. My husband is the breadwinner. This means I take on almost all of the housework, child-rearing, and I try to do as much as I can so he can come home and relax as much as possible. One of the things I'm in charge of is all of his admin, whether it be updating his resume, booking him onto courses or flights or appointments, arranging accommodation, sending off his application to jobs, he tells me which ones, and all the relevant paperwork that goes with it. If anyone ever gets an email from him, it's me. Usually I don't mind this. I worked as a receptionist before we were married, and it's never really anything overcomplicated that needs doing. Although sometimes it is difficult to do the tasks as quickly as he wants them done, because I have to wrangle a gaggle of children. Well, today he rang me in a huff, thinking I'd possibly jeopardized his upcoming new job by not sending in the correct paperwork. Even after I explained three times that I had done it all and that it had been received by the recruiter, he continued being short and snippy. Now I'm thinking, since he expects me to always drop whatever I'm doing and immediately see to his paperwork whenever it comes in, I should start charging him a small fee. I thought a maximum of $50 a week for these emergency admin tasks. Never ever an emergency, just him being pushy. Just enough to do something nice with the kids, because oftentimes I have to skip out halfway through playing with them, or they get upset that mommy can't hang out anymore because she needs to concentrate and send off these 50 million emails. Would that make me an asshole? He works so hard, and I feel like this is one of those things most wives would be happy to do, maybe? No. No. But it also feels like I already do so much. Maybe this is just me trying not to be his maid. Am I being petty? Thanks for reading and look forward to your judgment. Even if it makes me an asshole, I'd appreciate the feedback. I think I could be an asshole if I do this because he works long hours. And all he really asks for me is to tap away at a computer sometimes. It's not like he's asking me to climb a mountain and wrestle a bear. So I think we uh know now why she says she's bad at explaining things because her husband is an asshole. <laughs> I am <I'm> dumbfounded. <laughs> four kids. And she's doing a job. Yeah, she's basically doing like <gasps> she's his PA. Not his wife. What the fuck? In the comments she explains that he changes jobs a lot. Oh my god. Yeah, because he has to actually do shit by himself at work. <laughs> like, well like he wants a higher pay rate and he goes elsewhere. So basically he goes like to different related jobs. What in the good goddamn Fucking, I'd bounce. I I wouldn't even bother. I'd be like, do you know what? Right, like, it sounds like your life would be easier if you left and you wouldn't have to do all this administrative nonsense and you'd still have four kids and not have to work because of all the money that you would get from him. I'm just,
1: she has to stop looking after the
0: children to send an email for him. How do you get that lazy? Right? Like, just... I mean, I'm sure he never does anything at home, too. So basically, he's doing half of a job and expects her to do the rest of it while raising four kids. So uh, someone in the comments said, not the asshole your husband is, though. When does he help you? When do you get to relax? When's the last time someone took care of your needs or done something nice for you? And she says, he funds my life. That's what he does for me. And he loves me. I'm a big girl. I can make my own breakfast in bed if I wanted to, and give myself a pep talk if needed. He's not really into being all lovey-dovey. He's very stoic. But I know he loves me, and he does show it in his own way. As for financial abuse, well, I never really thought about it like that. I can see why it may look that way, but I don't know I'd call it that. Regardless, I appreciate your comment, and you've given me something to think on. Oh, he's not very lovey-dovey. No shit. He's treating you like a freaking nanny and an administrative assistant you
1: she's a live-in pa that yeah. he sometimes has sex with as evidenced by four children
0: <laughs> like like i i have i'm just so perplexed by this this is just It seems like she doesn't get a personal, quote unquote, allowance or whatever you want to call it. Like she doesn't get any money for herself. She says, I don't usually go to the hairdresser or have coffee with my friends. We moved across the country from our families and friends. And the ones I have here are, I'm not quite there yet with. I don't really have any hobbies. I'll have to sit down and have a very serious conversation with him about the division of money, I think. I never really thought of it as an issue. Since he pays for all the bills and bought us a beautiful house and works hard so I can stay home and be with my favorite people, the admin fees were mostly to discourage him from expecting me to stop and attend his paperwork whenever he demands it. She's
1: so oblivious to what is going on here. When she says in the post, I think most wives would do this for their husbands. Hey, babe. Yes, dear? Would you ever expect me to (laughs) answer all your emails, arrange all your appointments, make sure that you get all your, like... Driving license and everything renewed on time. And I don't even answer all my emails. <laughs> there we go. His email inbox has like two thousand unread emails in it.
0: <laughs> That's a full time job, right there. I don't read the emails. I just click on them so they don't show up as unread.
1: <laughs> I just delete them. But she, she's like, oh yeah, most most wives would do this for their husbands. Fuck no, absolutely not. He's a grown ass
0: man. He can talk to the dentist. What? <gasps> Okay, if I need clothes, of course I can buy them. Training is too expensive for now. The cost of a course, meaning like she wants, might take classes, mm-hmm. plus childcare, plus transport costs. But I've been doing some free courses online. My fun is when I'm with him. I do take me time about once every four to six weeks for a couple of hours. But I usually just end up getting what? stuff for the kids or him or the house. Ah. I Everything is worse. I hate this. Okay, She's also got four other posts about her relationship. Right. I'm going to read them in chronological order, I think. Okay. So this is the oldest one. I'd like to be a better wife, but I don't really know how. <laughs> in relationship advice. In our marriage, is it normal to be so infatuated with my husband? What? In our marriage, I'm feeling a little underloved by my husband. What can I do to fix this? And am I the asshole Am I the asshole for not reminding someone of their child's birthday? Guess who that was. <laughs> oh, <what? laughs> and they're all just like, "Uh, like she's been full on Stepford wived." Yeah,
1: like she's so brainwashed into thinking that everything she does is so completely normal for him, and ev- all of his happiness and like totally depends on him, on her. What? Like, what? What in the? What in the fuck?
0: Yeah, they've been okay. So there, she's 31, and he's 33. And they've been together for 13 years. So essentially, and then she also says that her parents divorced and her stepdad was like very toxic. Um, So essentially, she's just like, very like, is this normal? Is this good? Like, she hasn't had any models of healthy she has relationships no idea and she also says that he the only way he shows her affection is just like constantly groping her when she's Gross. trying to do stuff and never buys her flowers or what? just anything like that it's just she's up at 3am one day writing one of these posts and it's like that's cuz that's the only time you get any you time He's probably asleep or on a trip or whatever. Kids are asleep. That's the only time you get you time. If you find yourself, people, if you find yourself asking, is this relationship worth it? Over and over and over again through the course of a year, the answer is probably no. If you find yourself
1: in a relationship being the only person thinking, how can I fix this? Yes, that too. That is also a sign that you should get out. Relationships are two or sometimes more than two people. Like, you're not entirely... You are not entirely responsible for another person's happiness. They gotta do some of that
0: themselves. You're not his mother. Like, you don't have to do any of this shit for him. He's a grown-ass man. It's a two-way street. She says she writes him love notes, she makes tea for him, she cooks his favourite meals, tries to make him feel special, and she's just getting nothing out of it.
1: This is This has gone from bizarre to endlessly sad. Yeah. Fuck. I want her to just have a wild fucking weekend somewhere. I know. She used to
0: go to like Vegas and just have a (laughs) wild time.
1: Go to the Magic Mike show. Fucking... Drink three (laughs) goritas. Pass out on the strip somewhere.
0: There was this like made for TV movie I remember for like ABC family back in the day that was something about like moms going on strike and she 100% needs to do that. If, if she stopped doing anything. It would be a freaking disaster. That life would unravel. He would get fired. He'd get fired. He wouldn't be able to find a job. The kids would be running wild. He wouldn't be able to pay his own bills. Like, he wouldn't be able to do anything. Jesus. And like, yeah, it's very Stepford because he goes on lots of trips. She says, I make sure to have the house clean and tidy when he arrives home and to have his favorite snacks and beverages on hand in case he gets peckish. He has previously mentioned that he prefers to eat takeaway on his first night or day back. I also try and make sure our children are fresh faced and clean, nice clothes for his arrival and have been briefed on not being overly excited. What? As in, don't start a riot when the man walks in. Of course, they're excited and happy. I just don't want them screaming and bouncing off the walls. Just appropriate excitement for indoors. Appropriate excitement. Anyway, this last week has been a particularly stressful one for us all, especially for him. I'd really appreciate any tips you might have on how I can help him relax or unwind for his time home. Particularly for the first day or night after he gets off the plane. I- you can be a better wife by divorcing him and finding someone who appreciates you. Or not. <laughs> or being single for a while and finding yourself because sounds this like you fucking, didn't really get to do that.
1: This level of servitude, though, this like I must do everything in order to fix. She needs to go to therapy, yeah, also mm-hmm, for sure. Like this is some kind of runoff from toxic stepfather who who she mentions, but you know, whatever.
0: Yeah, and also like. She says in the, is it normal to be so infatuated with my husband that she still gets butterflies when he smiles at her and things like that. And it seems just like she is so starved for attention that whenever he gives her a slight amount of attention, she is like over the moon with it because she doesn't get anything. It's like Stockholm Syndrome. Jesus Christ. Like even one or two of these things... Would be a deal breaker. Right. This is literally, yeah, just Stockholm Syndrome. Exactly. That's what it is. Because he's hot and cold and- She's trapped there. She can't do anything. Yeah. Because he makes sure she's busy all the time. She doesn't have a second to think. Because this was from a while ago. I was trying to space these things out. One month ago, no other posts. Hmm. Oh, update. (gasps) Comment update. Once again, I'd like to thank everyone for their time and thoughts. It's been both depressing and incredibly humbling. I updated shortly after the original post about how I'd set a boundary regarding the paperwork, which is from the original post that I actually read. Uh, I updated shortly after the original post about how I'd set a boundary regarding the paperwork. He initially took it well. Unfortunately, later that day, we had an argument about something unrelated. This argument led to the threat of physical violence. He did not actually hit me. I was so frightened by that. I still love and adore this man and truly thought he felt the same towards me, albeit in a quieter and more reserved way. However, I don't get down with violence. I mean, okay, yeah.
1: Get down with the sickness, my
0: dude. Everything has since calmed down and I'll continue to do my best to carry on as normal and not make any waves. But oh, but I'm getting some ducks in a row in order to make an escape if needed. Girl, it's needed.
1: It's needed. You need to get out like three weeks ago.
0: I realize a lot of others would be out the door already, but I'm not ready for that. Okay, so she just needs to like she internalize in herself. It. Yeah. And I'd like to try and salvage this marriage if possible. No. No. The ducks are there in case he ever does hit me. Girl.
1: Girl, girl. The threat of physical violence is enough.
0: Or if I feel like the relationship has run its course. I really hope it doesn't come to that, though. I know he's not a perfect man, but I am also flawed. Doesn't sound like it. Sounds like you're perfect. (laughs) So it isn't fair to lay blame 100% at his feet for our issues. I love him and I think he loves me. He's just more subtle with the way he shows it. I do appreciate your comments, though. Even the harsh ones telling me I'm a doormat and enabler. We all have our faults and perhaps you're right. I can only try to be a better human. Anyway, I've really got to go for now. Thanks again, everyone. Jesus
1: fucking Christ, that's so sad.
0: I, I mean, I think she needs to internalize this. Like, she was so set on like continuing this life like we kind of mentioned a couple weeks ago she needs to like mourn the the life that she thought she was going to have and internalize the fact that she's gonna be on her own like she said one thing to him one time and he threatens violence because he's she's been so like beaten down that she hasn't said a single thing confrontational to him. And now when when she does, he threatens with violence. And everybody in the comments is like, he doesn't love you. He keeps he you around because you cook clean, take be. care of the kids, yeah. do his job, fuck him, and God knows what else. He's got you trapped. All the comments Jesus. are like, here's all the hotlines. <laughs> Get the fuck out. Yeah. Jesus Christ. Yeah, someone is God. also like... I was in this situation and I did exactly the same thing and I finally got out and it took physical abuse for it to, for me to realize that I needed to get out. And I think that's what she's like waiting for. She's waiting for a good reason. Yeah. Because
1: because in her head, he's perfect, right? So if she leaves him, she's worried that people are going to say, oh, why did you leave him? He's such a good man. He gave you a good life. So it's almost like she needs proof for people before she bounces.
0: It's kind of like how people really hesitate to call themselves a victim of even mm-hmm. if it's like something like bullying. Because mm-hmm. they're like, well it wasn't that bad. So I need to wait for it to get to that bad before I can call it bullying. And she's like, I need to wait for it to get to that bad before I can call it abuse. And you don't need to you don't need to wait for shit. You can just say I don't love you anymore and leave. You don't need to have Some huge elaborate reason to divorce your partner. You can just not be into it anymore. The problem is here, she does still love him.
1: That's the problem. Or she thinks she still loves him. Yeah. So
0: she's terrified that if she leaves, she's never going to have this again. I think she's attached to him. She doesn't love him. She's attached to the idea that she's created in her head for her life and doesn't want that to end even though it's horrible jesus oof so yeah i mean she seems to post a lot on this so if you guys notice any uh any updates please let us know yeah i hope you're okay perfect wife lady yeah like again even like one or two of these things would be enough to leave you guys don't have to wait for it to hit the magic threshold of this is abuse now like you can just not be happy and leave. So Jeez. anyway, all right. So uh, this next one is also rough, but like I said, I have a very good dead donkey. Okay, it's gonna cool. It's going to be okay. <laughs> We're ready. I'm, I'm waiting. I'm thinking of donkeys. And right in now. this one, nobody is like the bad guy. It's just a really crappy situation. And I, again, I thought it was important to talk about. So it's an Am the Asshole post. There are no ages, but their child is two months Old. okay am I the asshole for saying the things my wife gives our infant in front of our child's doctor? N- not a great title but you only get so many characters <laughs> okay yeah I'm not sure what this means. My wife and I have a two month old daughter For the past months for the past month she's been feeding our baby mashed potatoes, applesauce sweet what? tea assorted fruit juices, and other things. Last time we went to the doctor, our pediatrician told us not to give her anything but formula until she was between four to six months old. My wife does not care and says she knows what's best for our child, and our doctor isn't the parent. Our daughter is always constipated and screams for hours at night that my wife says is colic. I've asked her numerous times to stop feeding our infant table food and to go back to giving her formula. She's only feeding her one or two bottles of formula while I'm at work. What? What? The other morning, she was cooking scrambled eggs and oatmeal, and I was off work, so I started to make our daughter a bottle and feed her, and she stopped me and told me not to fill her up with that, and she wanted her to eat her oatmeal first. I fed her the bottle anyway, after a huge argument. Well, the baby had a doctor's appointment, and my wife was talking about the colic and screaming fits, and when the doctor asked what she was feeding her, she said only, formula and nothing else. I was angry because she lied and told the pediatrician every single thing that she has been giving her, and the doctor strongly recommended her stop and that she was causing stomach upset and more like more than likely the reason for all her stomach issues. Instead of being apologetic for this, my wife is mad at me and told me that I ratted her out to the doctor and that she doesn't have to listen to her and it's only a recommendation and I made her look like a bad parent. I tell her what a selfish little twat she was being, and now she wants me to go stay with my parents until she forgives me and asks me to come home. Am I the asshole here? I maybe shouldn't have flew mad at her and said some things I did. Maybe I should apologize to my wife. The end.
1: Fucking don't feed.
0: What? I mean, I know that. (laughs) Like, that's a thing I know, and I'm an idiot. (laughs) Right. (laughs) When it comes to babies. Babies, drink
1: milk whether it's from the mum or from the packet they drink milk Well,
0: formula you yeah. shouldn't feed your baby like cow milk. no
1: not cow's milk that's yeah. bad and and the reason why you're not supposed to give them like things like eggs for example is because you don't know if they're allergic to that shit yet
0: well and also like they can't digest it yet <sighs> they can't digest solid foods like oatmeal is tough yeah oatmeal is fucking sometimes i can't digest oatmeal <laughs>
1: <laughs> Depending on how I've made it, <laughs> Jesus Christ! Yeah, I don't understand the mentality here. I'm the parent. I know what's best. Fucking eat up your eggs and oatmeal, bitch. <laughs> like, and when when the baby is screaming and they've got stomach issues. And you're still sticking to your guns and going, nope, this baby's gonna have applesauce for breakfast.
0: And the fact that she's lying knows that what she's doing is wrong. Yeah, yeah, she knows it's wrong. Fucking hell. So someone asks, is this normal? Like, is she, like, normally distrustful of doctors? And he says, no, she's been very off. I asked her several times if she is okay, and she says she's fine. Sometimes I wake up in the middle of the night, and she's wide awake, sitting up in the bed, staring at the wall. (sighs) And when I ask her if she's okay, she just says yes and lays back down. I get up with our daughter as well, but my wife is always awake. I assume she sleeps during the day while I'm at work. So the reason why I wanted to bring this one up is because... Postpartum depression isn't just crying a lot. Uh, Yeah, Jesus. Uh, It can be extremely erratic behavior and, like, very uh, mood changes, behavior changes, personality changes. Like, those can all be postpartum depression and the doctor should be notified. And also men can get, like, postpartum depression as well. Like, that's a thing. Sympathetic (sighs) pregnancy gain and all that.
1: I'm just like... That's really what he should be focusing on. I know it's bad that the baby's getting the the wrong food. That's definitely
0: terrible. But she's clearly not sleeping at all. Yeah. And that's probably contributing to this like wild behavior, this erratic behavior. So there's two more updates. Okay. And so someone said, oh, wow, that's really scary. She needs to see a doctor of her own. Do not leave the baby alone with her right now. If she has postpartum, it is not her fault, but it is her responsibility. Hey, <laughs> <laughs> I know hey, I heard that somewhere. <laughs> Don't take our shit Maybe that's how I uh, Like why I Internalize that But that is something I say So OP says New development with her I found her sitting In the bathroom floor And told her I'm planning on packing To go to my mom's I told her I was Taking Ava with me And she freaked out And said I was going To cause her to die Because she needs The baby to be with her I asked her if what? she would Go see a doctor The next days While the baby and I Are visiting my parents I told her I wouldn't Tell them that we had a fight And that after she talks To someone and realizes what she is doing then we will come home. She started saying crazy things that my parents will try and take custody of the baby or if she tells the doctor her thoughts that they will take the baby and that she can't be honest because she loves the baby so much and afraid that they will take her away. What do I do aside from taking my daughter to my mother?
1: Get her into an evaluation immediately.
0: Yeah, she probably needs to be uh, She might need to be committed. Yeah.
1: Like that's
0: Ooh, boy that's some like delusions are when you believe things that are obviously not true and paranoia these are paranoid delusions of like she thinks that the baby is going to die she thinks that someone's going to take the baby away from her which like is true because she's having these delusions but only like temporarily okay next update A few hours later, my mom just picked up the baby. My wife went ballistic, screaming at me. My mom told her she was kidnapping our daughter and she did not have her permission to take her. She's currently locked herself in the bathroom and I'm waiting for someone to come over. I called the crisis hotline and they are sending someone our way. She seems to be crying and also cussing me and telling me how awful of a husband and father I am. I want my wife back. We don't talk to each other like this. I love her and our daughter. Hopefully this works itself out so I can have my family back. So he did the right thing. He got the baby out uh, of the house and called a crisis center and had someone come over, not the police. Jesus. The crisis hotline was sending someone over. So that's good. Oof. I hope everybody gets everything they need out of that situation because that's frightening. Yeah. Yeah, this was six days ago and like he did everything right and got somebody out there yeah and so hopefully she gets help and a lot of times when people have postpartum depression they're very resistant to getting treatment like they don't want to think anything's wrong with them they might have delusions so it's good that he got his child to safety and then got some help That oh, it's now 13 hey, people, days ago actually
1: people need to realize also that even if you're the most prepared you can ever be to have a baby the the chemical way that that changes your brain is so different and unpredictable anybody can have ppd Mm -hmm. it's not just you know a manifestation of somebody being totally crazy or helicopter parenting or anything like that it it can be you know they just stay at home with the baby all the time don't do anything else it can manifest itself in, in that way too, but like it's not a, a, a signal that this person wasn't ready to have a baby or doesn't know what they're doing.
0: Or did anything it's, wrong.
1: Or did anything wrong. It's just, you know, their brain is just different and they don't know how to cope. That's, you know...
0: Yeah, I mean, there's a it lot happens. of hormones that go through during pregnancy. And then when, you know, the baby is delivered, then those hormones need to readjust. And sometimes they just don't readjust correctly. And that's that's why postpartum depression is a thing. So sometimes it takes medication for a little while. Sometimes it takes other treatments. But, you know, it's important to check in with yourself and your spouse after they've had a baby and make sure that, like... They're feeling okay. And don't ignore these warning signs. So it gets that bad. Right. Like if if she's staring at the wall. like In the middle of the night. Yeah. And it, it, he says he took care of the baby. So is he like waking up while she's crying? The baby's crying and like. And then just not going. Yeah. She's not doing anything. So he has to get up and do it. Like very concerning. Don't ignore these warning signs. Tell them to your doctor. Even if you have to like talk to the doctor privately most um doctor's offices have like codes that you can say although i guess if it's like both of your doctor it's kind of hard to do that to be like i need to talk to you privately in the restroom and stuff Or you could talk to the receptionist and say, like, can you tell the doctor that I need to talk to him or her privately? And then they'll make that happen. If you're worried about how your spouse will respond. Most doctors
1: actually do want to help you most. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, I know sometimes people are like, oh, the doctor only wants to put me on pills because they get money for it or no come on now like if if you're being prescribed something and the doctor genuinely thinks it's gonna help you try that
0: yeah in california it's way illegal when i first started in pharmacy um we used to get drug reps coming in all the time being like oh hey who wants some smoothies i got you guys starbucks here's a bunch of merch with our drug name on it uh all that stuff but then they made it illegal which is kind of sad because we didn't really even like We just took all the shit. We didn't, (laughs) you know, buy their expensive dumb drug uh, unless somebody actually had a prescription for it. So I kind of miss that. But it is illegal in the state of California, which is probably good.
1: (laughs) Yeah. Like, if a doctor is trying to push an incredibly expensive brand name drug on you and they're really forcing it. That's
0: probably a warning sign. Yeah, if it's an old drug, like, you know, your Percocets. Well, not your Percocets. Not That's not what I meant to say. I meant to say, uh, I'm forgetting drug names. What's the, like, stereotypical antidepressant? I don't fucking know. <laughs> Ambien. Ambien is for sleep. I do oh. remember that. <laughs> Common antidepressants. Oh, no. Prozac. That's the one. Prozac. There we go. Prozac's very old. So, Zoloft too. Lexapro, oh yeah, that one. Good stuff. I'm seeing also names of things that I'm like, I don't. That's new. I don't remember that name. You can tell kind of how old a drug is um, based on like if it's has very weird spelling, lots of double letters. It's probably very new. Like this Vibrid has two eyes, V I I B R Y D. It's gonna
1: make you vibrate.
0: It's like... <laughs> gonna make you vibe. <laughs>
1: Ooh.
0: Sounds uncomfortable. <laughs> And it sounds to be, yeah, I don't know. I don't know. I forgot. Don't listen to me anymore. But if a drug is very old, it's odds are that your doctor is not like pushing it on you for money because it's like $4 for a hundred of them. So (laughs) a pharmacist doesn't care. So, but yeah, tell your doctor things because they want to help you. And well, except for mine. (laughs) Yeah, that's why I said most
1: doctors. I was like, your doctor sucks.
0: (sighs) I keep thinking like, you know, this like my joint, my shoulder hurts. I should go to the doctor. Nah, he's just going to be like, did you lift weights again? Yeah. (laughs) It's like I did, but also my shoulder was hurting before that. Like my back was hurting, starting to hurt really bad before I started going back to the gym and now it doesn't hurt anymore. Huh? Wonder why that is weird yeah. anyway fuck you doctor censored name for privacy <laughs> <laughs> dr dingus yeah so yeah anyway pay attention to your spouse who's just had a baby because that uh-huh. is tough to do and also you should take the majority of the child care because they just had a freaking baby okay here's my dead donkey Woohoo! and i'm gonna read the title but i'm not gonna read the post because we're gonna read the comments okay, okay all right op is 39 Actually, it doesn't matter. <laughs> I'm not reading this post. If you want to read it, you can read it. But the title is, My stepdaughter, who still lives with my wife and me, who's 18, sent a random text to me saying, Do you know how many times I've gotten off thinking about you? When confronted, Ugh. she said it was meant for someone else. My wife ultimately believes her. But should I? So, no. <laughs> summary of this post, TLDR, is... It probably was an accident and she's super embarrassed and is like avoiding him because she sent this text that wasn't meant for him. But the comments are freaking hilarious because they're like, here's what I did on accident one time. (laughs) Here we go. One time I texted my boss, I love you, baby, because I thought I was in a text thread with just my girlfriend. Now I always switch back to my thread with her so it doesn't accidentally happen again. What I'm saying is, it's entirely possible she didn't mean to text you. And then someone responded, Once I sent my uncle a nude, I was texting him and my partner and just pressed reply and didn't see the name. Thank God I was close with his partner at the time and called her freaking out and she deleted it before he saw it. Which is like, someone give this person sainthood. Fucking hell, <laughs> what a lad. <laughs> uh, the comments are mostly people being like, Here's what I did. I sent my university professor out on accident or asked my uni professor out. Oops. The email was meant for someone else, but I'd been drafting an email to him about something else. Luckily, he replied with good humor, saying he assumed it was sent to the wrong person. And someone responded, one time my partner accidentally sent a very lewd meme and then texted something about wanting to bend me over a counter in the group (laughs) chat that consists of me, him, and his 15-year-old sister. (laughs) No! I no. I've the only the one and only time I've sent this was I meant to send some shit talking about one of my roommates to my friend and I accidentally sent it to my other roommate (laughs) I don't think I've ever done this because if I had done it it would be indelibly etched on my brain (laughs) that's something you remember that's the only time I've ever done that and i made sure not to do it again like for important things
1: my anxiety brain would be reminding me of that every 20 minutes
0: (laughs) for the rest of your life
1: for the rest of my life that's it so I don't actually think I've ever done this I'm trying to think now, and I don't think it's ever happened. I'm very, very careful. I don't really talk to many people, though, as well. That's a, that's a blessing <laughs> of being an introvert. Like, there's Four there's a very small people. circle of people who I can accidentally send stupid shit to.
0: I do have, like, a, a group of other teachers that I text to. So I could shit talk someone in the chat, but I do make sure that they don't talk shit in the main chat. If I want to talk shit, I... Make a side convo, Ta- not talking shit about anybody who listens to this podcast. <laughs>
1: <laughs> if I want to talk shit, I do it in person, <laughs>
0: <laughs> where there's no evidence except for my Alexa's recording of it. <laughs> right? It's I try not to send anything
1: over the internet that can ever be traced back to me <laughs> in a in a any kind of way. And I think I I I didn't get on the Facebook train until very very late. I only got Facebook because. Um, I was in Thailand and it was the only way I could talk to my family while I was away. So, and I don't, I don't really take like pictures of myself. Like, I don't think I use the internet like normal people. Like I normally use it to just look at cat memes. I
0: feel like people our age were very much like of the era where we were taught never to send anything like lewd. I mean, people do, and that's okay. But like, I just very much internalized that. Like, like I'm not going to have any social media with my real name on it and all this stuff. So yeah, I just I don't do anything that I could get in trouble for. Yeah, if I, sent I- it to the wrong person. also because I knew.
1: But because I joined Facebook really late and I was, you know, forever alone for a very long time, when I actually started like properly using messaging and whatever, it had already been kind of drilled into my brain by my teaching tutors that, hey, you should never send anything on the internet that you wouldn't want the principal of a school to see. Oh yeah, I say that too. And I was like, oh, okay, that's smart.
0: So I just don't post jack shit about my life or anything. I actually say that to my students, because they'll be like... Our, our old principal was pretty... Like, she wasn't that strict, but she had that demeanor going for mm-hmm. her, and my students would be like, can I make a presentation about this? Or can I write about this topic? And I would be like, I'm going to ask you if our principal walked in here and asked you, what are you doing? Would you feel comfortable with telling her the truth of what you're writing about, what you're researching, or if she walked in during your presentation or whatever? And they're like, "Oh, okay, got it. Like they're very, that that speaks to them.
1: <laughs> I was reading a book last year to my kids. And uh, I forgot that there was some swearing in it. And the vice principal walked in the very moment one of the characters was calling his friend a dick.
0: Damn
1: it! Um, And he didn't even bat an eye. We never had the conversation about it. I didn't look at him. He didn't look at me. (laughs) The kids were all like, mouth open, like, "Oh, holy shit, no!" And then he just left. And I was like, "Oh my god, guys, I think I'm gonna get fired." But we never spoke about it. It has never come up in conversation. (laughs) I don't even know if he heard me. Like, it's it's very, very strange. But I, I think about that often.
0: <laughs> yeah, I mean, I feel like every teacher has, like, several moments where they're like, oh, no, I shouldn't have said that. And I'm gonna get in trouble. And then, like, nothing happens. It's like, okay, we're good. <laughs> it's like, no, we're fine.
1: I 100% also walked into a filing cabinet in front of my principal before. Like, I was leaving, <laughs> trying to leave the room. And I was still kind of trying to figure out where everything was in the room. And I walked very confidently towards the back of the room towards where the store cupboard was and just slammed <laughs> myself. Oh no. Like bodily into the side of this earth, uh, filing cabinet. He said nothing. I was like, oh no, this is the worst day of my life. <laughs> just left.
0: Then <laughs> they're good. You can relate to the students. <laughs> it's
1: just terrible. These are
0: those things that come to you at like, you know, midnight when you're trying to go to sleep. <laughs>
1: The first comment on this though, where he's like, I was texting my girlfriend and sent it to a guy in the band I was in at the time. It was very graphic. And then someone says, what was his reply though? I'm curious. and <laughs> Poggers. Well, no homo <laughs> with a laughing face. very good
0: i really like this one uh once i texted my boss a picture of a dildo someone had left in the street in front of our house with the words but what will they do with their friday night now (laughs) i had meant to text it to my husband their names were not similar but they were right under each other in my most recent conversations (laughs) And someone said, nice. Uh, My boss once asked me a quick question about something left in progress during my vacation, and I replied with a picture of the high-gravity beer I was drinking with the caption, so fucking glad to be off for the week. (laughs) Oh my god. I was meaning to send it to my girlfriend, so thank god I didn't include the packed bowl on the table to my right. Girlfriend was not against it, but has never been her thing. Anyway, uh, so yeah, that's why they didn't have a packed bowl.
1: I sent my mom a dick butt meme. It was meant for a joke. That was humiliating.
0: (laughs) Okay, this one is my actual favorite. One time I left my digital camera at a party at a friend's house, and a bunch of guys took pictures of their balls with it. She sent me a picture of all the ball pics and said I could get (laughs) the camera back if I could identify who belonged to each set of balls. I replied with (laughs) names and actually sent it to my very recent ex's mother. She wrote back, what's this? And I was like, oh no, I got hacked. Delete this. (laughs) Yup.
1: Whoa. (laughs) Whoa.
0: Oh, okay. I keep saying this is my favorite. I, this is the one I called my husband in and was like, read this. (laughs) I did similar. We were trying to get pregnant and I was ovulating. So I emailed my husband to tell him he needed to get home right after work because I was ovulating. Unfortunately, I accidentally sent this to his assistant as her name is only a couple letters off from his. And she, poor woman, sent me this really chipper reply, letting me know she'd pass this info on. (laughs) As the way I'd worded the email left it open to be interpreted that I had actually sent it to her on purpose <laughs> kind of rudely and casually asked her to let him know. What I nearly died fuck? of shame, emailed her immediately trying to explain and called my husband to forewarn him in case she actually came in to tactfully tell him to go home and fuck his wife. <laughs> my god that's just excuse me uh yes assistant could you please tell my husband to come home and fuck me (laughs) immediately
1: (laughs) uh memo from your wife oh god this is jesus the
0: best so (laughs) this is a very funny thread with a lot of good comments this is great
1: this is very good.
0: Uh, someone also said I once texted a coworker pretty personal details about a yeast infection that I had meant to <laughs> oh text God. to my husband or my boyfriend, and that is very funny because that's literally from a crazy ex girlfriend song called "Text Emergency," which is about all of this stuff. She accidentally texts something to her crush and has to has to go and get the text off of his phone before he oh, reads geez. it. <laughs> god damn! <sighs> One of these comments. I almost
1: asked my aunt for a blowjob when I got home from work. <laughs> I was just about to hit send when I realized it was my aunt's messages and not my wife. <laughs>
0: S- Oof. Someone uh, also, I can't find this, but someone who is a teacher got like a proposition from a parent. Whoa! And uh the then the parent sent like immediately, like two minutes later. Oh my god, I'm so sorry. That's not for you. And they just said it's cool. And then ignored it for the rest of their life. <laughs> and I feel like that's that's what you got to do. You just got to ignore this. This is another one where you can ignore it until it goes away. Yeah. And just make sure that it's not like, like if this happens again or you notice other red flags with the stepdaughter, like overly talking about her sex life or anything like that. That's maybe we need to reset some boundaries. But it seems like this was a genuine accident, which happens as evidenced by all of these comments. Yeah, Jesus you poor people. I'm glad I haven't done it. Yeah. Oh my god. My boyfriend accidentally texted my sister, "I'm going to tongue fuck you" while he and I were on Skype together. Oh no. I had asked him to message my phone so I could find it on the couch and then he just started screaming. <laughs> 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 ah, ah, ah. <laughs> Everybody has had this moment. And I think it's important to remember, nobody remembers your moment. They only remember their own moment.
1: Oh, yeah. I have so many things in my brain that are just like, hey, remember the time you did this 16 years ago? (laughs) Everybody definitely remembers Uh, that. I don't
0: know if it's finally quarantine getting to me after fucking 13 months, but I've been having a lot of those moments lately. And I'm just like, I could... I could not think about that. <laughs> That's the nice yeah, thing about be nice. being a teacher is you always have so much work to do that you can never think about those moments. You're just thinking about the, all the work you have to do.
1: <laughs> yeah. Although those thoughts of me having to like do lots of work are also interspersed with, hey, remember that thing you said to the kids today? That's probably untrue.
0: <laughs> yeah, thinking about like, everything. Shit, are you... Maybe maybe it is. One of my very first classes I... for my teaching credential was always like you need to always reflect on what you're doing and change it if it's nope. wrong. No. Nope. And I mean I do that <laughs> involuntarily. Like it's not it's not like I I'm like, yes, this is good practice. I'm going to sit down and write notes about like what I could improve. It's like, no, at you Fuck know, that. two in the morning, my brain is like, hey, remember that time you did that thing wrong and probably scarred children for life? Not really, but <laughs> <laughs> that's what my brain is telling me at 2 a.m.
1: Oh, yeah, my brain is like, hey, yeah, you lied to these children. They're going to remember this forever, and then they're going to fail <laughs> everything in their lives because you lied to them. And then I'm like, shit, did I? And then I look it up and I didn't lie to them and I'm like, well, what the fuck, brain?
0: <laughs> yeah. That's- I spend
1: most of my time just looking up shit that I've previously said to people just to make sure that I wasn't incorrect.
0: Compulsory, like, reflection. I don't like it. I'm not a fan. No. I would like to just go through life thinking I'm perfect, please. Thank you. <laughs> How do we- yeah, do people just not have these thoughts? Based on the fucking interactions I have with people at work, some people just never self-reflect on their own actions and believe that they deserve the fucking world even though they're incompetent at best and malicious at worst. But I'm also dealing with uh like trying to create the master schedule for next year and people oh, are like I don't want to give up my honors class. No, I'm not gonna teach the lower level classes. It's like, well Why not? That's the best shit. You can't teach it forever. You can't teach fuck. honors forever. Teaching the lower level classes is the best shit though. I that's why I also like teaching ninth grade because they're they're like at that perfect level of like still funny and, and like silly. And don't take themselves too seriously, but also like more mature than middle school. (laughs) Yeah. It's like,
1: you can genuinely blow kids' minds when they're like between 8th and ninth grade, like 7th, 8th and ninth. Yeah. You could tell kids stuff and they're like, what? And that's like, that's the coolest thing being a teacher. It's like, oh, hell yeah. Let me show you how this works because it's rad as hell.
0: Yeah, I have that XKCD comic, the one that's like, don't make fun of people for not knowing things. On average, like 10,000 people a day learn any given fact. So they're just one of the 10,000 lucky people. And the comic is like, wait, what happens when you combine Diet Coke and Mentos? And the person is like, oh my God, we're going to have so much fun. Let's go to 7 Eleven right now. (laughs) It's like, yeah, you can have fun. Don't make fun of people for not knowing things. You can, like, you get to teach them something, and that's fun. And that's cool. Learning is fun. (laughs) Learning is fun. Being able to share your knowledge with others is also fun. I mean, I'm pretty sure most teachers, like at least the good ones are like, anytime a kid says, oh, it's like the best feeling ever.
1: (laughs) First time you look at someone's handwritten work and they've finally used an apostrophe correctly (laughs) is like a -a ticker tape parade moment in my classroom. (laughs) It's like, everybody stop we have it it's done (laughs) the kids are like did i do it it's like yes
0: you give them like a mnemonic device to remember which one is which and it's like oh i get it and then they start using it correctly (laughs)
1: so good get your tip-top paragraphs down when the kids start paragraphing correctly it's like oh this is my dream (laughs) i love this
0: i guess we like our jobs or whatever
1: just a little bit
0: we're just getting close to summer so we're like okay we like this i
1: suppose it's nearly teacher appreciation week so hell yeah we're (laughs) Mm. into it
0: When is that? It's usually near my uh, birthday.
1: Next week or the week after. It's normally like the first or second week of May.
0: I don't like how they call it day of the teacher. Oh, it's May 12th. Oh, it's late this year. It is the week of my birthday. <gasps> it's the week before my birthday. I didn't know our birthdays were that close. Yeah. I guess we talked about uh, it last year. <laughs> that was I long. think
1: we did talk about it last year and I was like, oh yeah, it's your birthday soon.
0: Well, I'm not going to say which one. I'm not going to say which one, but my birthday's on a Saturday this year. So hell yeah.
1: Oh, hell yeah.
0: Which is good because now I get to actually use it. Mine's on a Sunday, which is not good. Well, you know, go out on
1: midnight on Saturday night, <laughs> like you're twenty one. Don't go to sleep. <laughs> um, stay up all night, do nothing. When I, it's all right. It's the it's the literal last week of school. The week after that, so I don't have to do jack shit. Yeah.
0: I um, it's very good. When I turned twenty one, I gave the bouncer my ID like at midnight to go to the first bar because. It was my college town, and so there's just, like, one street that has all of the bars. And uh, I handed him my ID. He took out his phone, looked at it. While he was looking at it, it went from 11.59 to midnight. And I I was like, oh, good. Good timing. All right. So literally the first second I was allowed into a bar.
1: (laughs) It's very good.
0: Uh, okay. My subreddit of the week is going to be... hmm, Hmm. Hmm. I mean, I've done a lot of animals one lately, so I feel like I shouldn't do an animal one. But it's been a rough week, so you can have our Brushy Brushy. (gasps) Yeah! Um, Which is one of the most wholesome subreddits of all time. Brushy, brushy, brushy. It's animals getting brushies. Yay! A lot of cows. Oh, the raccoon. Cows love being brushed. The top one from today is a raccoon. Oh, hell yeah. brush me, human mother. (laughs) (laughs) I love brushing my cat. I don't even have a brush for Cora. She's a short hair, so there's the. Uh-
1: oh, Neo loves getting brushed. He pretends he doesn't. Like the first <laughs> couple of couple of strokes, he's like, "No, ah, oh, I don't like this," and he'll walk away. And then you'll follow him, and you'll sit down next to him. And you start brushing him, and then it's like purry. Oh my gosh, that cat! <gasps> Aww, he's laying so still. Tiny what c- a tiny <laughs> <boy>. cutie.
0: <laughs> he does look like Neo a little bit. Like long oh, time. Always like a baby Neo. Yeah. Oh. Oh, I'm worried about this raccoon. Happy. Oh, this cat just laying back down. Yeah, this is like ASMR shit too. Cause it's like so good. watching s- some animals get brushed. Aww. Oh, these cats are so happy. That cat's an Eden. <laughs> it's so good. I like this one that says, I got my boy Nico doing it all by himself. He is <laughs> set for life. And it's like a right. cat just rubbing against a, like a hairbrush on the, <laughs> on the bed. Oh my God, these cats. Oh, no, stop that and
1: brush me is good. The lady's brushing her own hair and he's, like, batting at her wrist, like, no,
0: brush me. <laughs> I wonder how Cora would, would react to a brush. Probably not super Fuck. well. Film it. She, like, I'm watching this no stop that and brush me and I would be like, I would get bit because she's one of those who, like, if you pet her and then stop, she'll bite you for stopping. <laughs> but she'll also <laughs> bite you for not petting her the right way. <laughs> no, you're doing it wrong. <laughs> She's also uh, really been getting into this a lot. There's, like, a one-inch gap underneath our bathroom door, and so you go into the bathroom and are sitting on the toilet, and she'll, like, reach under the door and try and grab your feet. (laughs) So I have now, like, some scars on my hands from, like, going, like, underneath the, or, you know, trying to get her to chase my hand under the door. (laughs) She'll do it without her claws out for the first few times, and then she'll get frustrated. She can't get you. The kitten.
1: I'm enjoying this very much. Now I have to go brush my cat.
0: <laughs> I really like the cat. That cat's getting brushed with a sword. <laughs> What's the title of that? One?
1: Bella's favorite brush is a sword.
0: <laughs> you must be way further down than me.
1: I'm, yeah, I'm doing. I'm doing the big scroll. Oh, kitten. Yeah, we're talking about you, not to you, buddy. <laughs>
0: I think Korra's still in the cabinet with the towels. I mean, yeah. Oh, here it is. <laughs> okay. It seems to be a foam sword. In case anyone was <laughs> curious, yeah, It's like a
1: plastic sword or a foam <laughs> sword or whatever. It's not an actual sword. It's more like scratchy scratchies. Yeah.
0: Well, cat um, bar- an extremely
1: realistic 3D painting of a cat is very good. It's a cat with his head in a paper <laughs> and his owner is like brushing him with a paintbrush.
0: There was another version of that that seems like I thought... I don't know if I was watching like a lower quality version of this, but or someone else did it in a similar way. But the cat was very still the whole time or like whatever animal it was and then suddenly moved. And I was like, oh, that's why it's so realistic. (laughs) (laughs) He likes
1: brushy, brushy forks. Very good. Toothbrush. Brush, brush, brush. Brush, brush,
0: brush. I've never had a dog that was chill with brushing its teeth (laughs) like this dog is. Guess you gotta brush it with the tooth. Brush the dog with the toothbrush. Oh, here's the happy duck again. Happy duck, happy duck, happy duck. Might be the same duck. I like scratching birds' little necks because they get so excited. (laughs) Uh, There's a cat on this subreddit called Uma (laughs)
1: Thurman. And hell yes.
0: Does it look like Uma Thurman? No
1: but it's just a very I love when people name their cats after like cat related puns.
0: This one's just, just the one above it is Tony Montana.
1: I I I follow a comic creator on Twitter and his dog is called Noam Chomsky.
0: <laughs>
1: <laughs> I fucking love it. It's so good.
0: Taylor Swift, I don't re- her both of her cats have human names. One of them is Olivia Benson, which I find hilarious. What the fuck? From Law Order <laughs> SVU. Oh. Yeah, and then the other one is some other character like that. Um, but I love it. Burbs. Anyway, this was one of those ones that's just very relaxing. It's a nice one to watch before so bed, nice. I feel like, this subreddit. <laughs> you see the turtle? This is butt brush. Yes. <laughs> All right. You can find me on Twitter and send me... Send me... The embarrassing text that you sent to someone who <laughs> wasn't supposed to go to at Morgan underscore Slay. You can message us more brushy brushy gifts brushy, at brushy. R the letter you the word serious pod on Twitter or email us at R the letter you the word serious pod at gmail.com. Uh, you can find me on Twitter at Esme underscore C
1: underscore nose as in knows lots of things. Uh, you can also find us on Facebook the letter R slash the letter U. Serious podcast. Now I'm gonna go to test and see if Cora likes brushes. Oh hell yeah! I'm gonna brush Neo and do a video so that we can put it on the Twitter when we put the when we put the episode out. Heck yeah! Hell yeah! I also have to Hoover, so that's just a good reason to <laughs> brush, brush him, him first. right now. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Does he clog up the? vacuum you have no idea (laughs) oh my god it's like a whole cat in the dustpan oh god it's a nightmare
0: (laughs) i hate Uber. send the fur to me and i'll make him into a sweater (laughs) oh i don't want a cat fur sweater fuck no (sighs) all my clothes are already cat fur i know right you already have every sweater is a cat fur sweater when you have a cat